The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor of Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. And boy, do we have a show for you this week. To start off, I want to give you the uh, prophetic word for today, and it comes from John 10.10. And I'm sure you guys have heard this scripture before, but John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So the instructions that we have for this week is we have to focus on God's faithfulness and God's goodness because we know that God intends for us to live a full life, to live a satisfying and fulfilling life. The thief that comes in the night is going to try and rattle us, is going to try and destroy us, trying to tear us down. But we can hold true to God's faithfulness, to God's goodness. And that ties in to our message this week with Pastor Chris. We're going to be talking about the newness of life. And specifically, we have to live according to the newness of life. We have to embrace the newness of life that God gives us. And we have to forsake the Levitical priesthood. We have to forsake the ways of the law the ways of legalism, and embrace the new things that God's leading us down. Because God has a call for all of us. God intends for each and every one of us to be a part of the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. God intends to transfer influence from the world to the body of Christ. But we will not get there if we continue to live according to the old ways of doing things. If we continue to puff ourselves up with the law, with legalism, with the Levitical priesthood. We have to embrace the new things of God. We have to embrace the newness of life that comes when we receive our salvation. You know, Jesus shook things up for the spiritual leaders of his time. The Pharisees were not fans of Jesus because the Pharisees liked to limit the people of God. And the Pharisees were jealous of Jesus. The Pharisees were envious of Jesus. And they tried to tear him down. Why? He didn't come from their schools. He spoke to the common man. And he undermined their power that they were able to exercise over the people. In the body of Christ, those of us spiritual leaders that want to limit the body of Christ, that want to tear down others so that they can prop themselves up, they have no place in this move of God. So they're going to be uprooted. So I'm not going to spend too much time, but we do have a wonderful message in store for you. And we're going to tune in to Pastor Chris as she talks about the newness of life. So without further ado, here's Pastor Chris. I never like personal counseling. People will tell me who done them wrong or all the afflictions that they're, they're having to go through, that they need deliverance, that they need healing on this, and they just can't seem to move on, and they're born again. God is not into a repair or renovation business. He killed the old man. Everything that is coming forth 
that is from the Holy Spirit, as far as the gospel, as far as your prophecy, is to transform and for the new man that is in you to manifest. It's not about your past. It's about your present and it's about your future. Because it's all over the scripture. I don't want to listen to people that, well, I was like this, uh, and I came from a broken home. I came from this and, and this and that. and said, when were you born again? If those happened before you got born again, those are gone. There is a new in you. There is a greatness in you. And that's what God is focusing on. It is not your old self. It's your new self to bring you to the fullness of Christ, that when we behold Jesus, we will look like him, right? Okay. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 3, it says, For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. So in everything that we do, we have to do it unto him. We must truly live, believe that in him we live. And move and have our being, right? Romans 6, 4. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead. Through the glory of the father. We too may live a new life. Say this. New life. Not old one. God is not going to repair the old life that you have. He made it new. Okay. Romans 7, 4. So, my brothers, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit to God. The only thing that you will be fruitful in the kingdom of God is to live the newness of life in Christ Jesus, to be led by the Holy Spirit, to forsake the law. Because they bring forth death. Okay? You don't go back to the law. You also died to the law through the body of Christ that you might belong to him who was raised from the dead in order what? That you might bear fruit for God. And this is one of the reasons why you see Christians not bearing fruit. Not making any difference. We have to celebrate the newness of life. It means to say, every morning is new. I said, just like when we read a scripture and 20 years ago we got a revelation. And then we read it again through the leading of the Holy Spirit. And we are beginning to see a lot of things that we never saw before. That's the newness. It's the same word. It's the same scripture. It's the same God. But every day there is a new, like his mercy is new every morning, right? Okay. Let me give you some more scriptures so that you can study it. Romans 8, 2, you already know this. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. Right? Romans 8, 9 through 11. You, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit, if the Spirit of God lives in you. 
And if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. See, we're not controlled by addiction. We're not controlled by sin. You, you can see a lot of Christians, well, I'm having a difficult time in overcoming this. Are you trying to tell me by your own mouth that you don't have the spirit of God in you? Well, I'm just asking a question because it's in the scripture. If you keep on repeating, committing the same sin over and over again, you just don't need a deliverance. The spirit of God does not live in you. Okay? Well, that's what the scripture says. Right? I said, you, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the spirit. If the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. Now we understand Matthew chapter 7. Many will come to me in that day and they say, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons? And he said, truly, I tell you, I never knew you. Okay? But if Christ is in you, Your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. Okay. Romans 14.9 For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. And when the Holy Spirit lives in you, you really want to do everything for him, in him, and through him. Because you know, it is the only assurance that you're going to get that you're going to get there. That you're going to bear much, much fruit. Because if you follow your own, and it's just like, you will going to miss it. You're going, everything will get delayed. Are you getting this? Okay. Acts chapter 5, verse 16 through 20. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick, and those tormented by evil spirits, and all of them were healed. I attended the KSLR Women in Ministry conference, I think two years ago. I never went back. Because why? We're all born again, women. And the speaker took an altar call. And about 20 or 30 stepped forward. These are women in ministry. And they needed deliverance. And I was like, look at the condition of the church. How can we win people out there if we ourselves needed deliverance every other day? So crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by evil spirits, and all of them were healed. All of them. So what's the matter with us? All of them were healed. He said, then this is under the new covenant. We have the same Holy Spirit as they are, right? 
Then the high priest and all his associates, who were members of the party of the Sadducees, were filled with jealousy. See, that's from the devil. Jealousy is from the devil. They arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. I like that. And here is the command from the angel. Go stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people the full message of this new life. The full message of this new life. There should be no counseling about what's happening in your life every other day. Are you getting this? The counseling must be, I got this, but I really don't know what to do. Instead of, oh, you know, I've been dealing this again, and, and I've been dealing this again, and again, and again. And it's just like, and we don't go anywhere. Because when we pray for others, and the things that we believe and we claimed to be from God don't manifest. So therefore, it, if it doesn't manifest on us, then we really don't believe. So how could it manifest to the people that we minister to, body of Christ? We have to take responsibility and we have to meet this head on because if you and I don't, we will have many, many regrets in 2019. Are you getting this? And I don't want that. Go stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell them the full message of this new life. This is what ministers are supposed to be doing. The full message of the newness of life in Christ Jesus. Instead of rules and regulations. Okay? Romans 6.4 We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death. In order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead, through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Okay? So that we too may live a new life. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. He has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant. Not the old, but the new covenant. Not of the letter, which is the law, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. If you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you in this transfer of wealth, in your business, in your business plan, in the desires that God is giving you, if you allow the Holy Spirit, it gives life. We were having some problems with the businesses and companies because we want to do our own thing. So, it's the letter and it kills. So in other aspects of that business, they're dead. Dead cannot bring forth fruit. It cannot bring new life or new creation. It's dead. It's just good as a fertilizer, but that's all there is. But the newness of life under the new covenant, this is where we must speak. This is where we need to hone in every day because the, the prophecies, even the old, you, you can see them manifesting. I'm a banker. I could see 
the statistics of the economy of the United States. And God is saying that within 12 months, ours will double at a minimum. Our wealth will double at a minimum. That was released, I believe, in June. So if yours are not increasing out of those period of time, if I were you, I'm going to go before the Lord and ask. Because you might say, well, I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for the new things. But you're still doing the old. You cannot move. Are you getting this? And we already can see a lot of actions, a lot of manifestations. And the one thing is, you have to do your part. And your instruction is, do not make other Christians make you feel guilty. Because they will pounce on the blessings. Some Christians will pounce on the blessings. The main thing that you need to do is, you and I are supposed to be financial in the kingdom of God. Okay? Not financial to each other. But first and foremost is to finance the preaching of the gospel, the full message of this new life, and making disciples. That is the very first priority. And that has been the priority of Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. From the very beginning, more than half of our budget goes to the mission and the training and discipleship and evangelism. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Not just for our sake, but for your sake as well. Are you getting this? It is not about others because people will obligate you. Do you understand what I'm saying? And said so you have to stand your ground and because you have to follow the instruction. The very first and foremost is, where is my money going? What am I supposed to finance? The preaching of the gospel. Outreaches. Training. Discipleship. That's where it's supposed to be. Are you getting this body of Christ? Okay. So, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, he has made us a competent ministers of a new covenant, not the old. Not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Uh, it is very exciting things. But there is one thing that I don't want things to happen. is only a handful will manifest their blessings because you just decided to stay. I said, okay, where it's going, I'm going to pounce on it. I have to be a part of it. And said, no, you are now investing and sowing seed now every day. And if you're not, you need to ask the Holy Spirit about it. Are you getting this blood of Christ? Four months had passed and God is faithful. It is his will that our wealth is double within a year at a minimum. That's the generosity of God. But we have to ask the Holy Spirit. Yesterday, Lord woke me up. And I said, okay, I studied. And all of a sudden, I thought I was just studying for Sunday service and gave me a prophecy to the nation, gave me for the Sunday service, and gave me this all at the same time. And I'm still getting revelation on the other topics. 
And I said, like, thank you, Lord, I'm in training. Not just to focus and be able to focus on one, but if it's from him and he gave it to me, it means to say that that is the time to release it, that is the time to do it, all at the same time. And I studied and I took uh, scriptures, talk me about the newness of life again. And when I said, I'm, and I'm excited when he told me that you cannot make them. You need to move forward. The kingdom of God is forcefully advancing. Faithfulness to our God and our obedience, they are our currency to him. And sometimes here we are, we're, we're so sophisticated in everything that we do, and somebody else who was not so sophisticated got the blessing, and we cannot understand why. Because they believe God. And they do those small things possible. If you don't respond to what God has assigned to you, God is going to send somebody else. Even Mordecai have told Queen Esther that. God is going to raise up somebody else. But God is not going to postpone or make other people wait just to wait for you. It is forcefully advancing. Are you getting this? Everybody will come. Not only they're anointed, but they know they have the know-how and they have the willingness and the energy to do it. And that's a part of the transfer of wealth. That's a part of the influence. That's a part of the affluence. Are you getting this? God is not going to wait. Some of us will have to catch up. Are you getting this, body of Christ? And this is where you're going to feel good. This is where you know that you are in the smacking center of God's will. Instead of, I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting on the Lord. No. Whatever we do with our hands, whatever we do with what resources we have, we are going to take the kingdom of God by force. Because this is the time that we're in. A lot of changes are, are taking place now in our government. And so some of the opportunities are already closed down to some Christians. Some already got replaced. They just need to catch up. Because I cannot encourage all of you. I cannot hold your hands all the time. Because if you are a tycoon, if you are a CEO of a company, I say you don't wait for others to hold your hands. You are going to, to burn them candles for you to learn. And the best teacher that you're going to have is the Holy Spirit. Because he will empower you and show you the shortcut. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, we can't afford to miss this opportunity that God's given us. Each of us have received revelation from God. Each of us have have received a calling from God. Now the question is, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to act on it? Are you going to act on what God has given you? Are you going to produce something? Or are you going to miss this train? And you know, there's unfortunately, there's a lot of people who have already begun to miss the train. But do not be one of those people, brothers and sisters. And seek after the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit can teach you and guide you. Remember, when, when things seem difficult, when God is leading you down a path that makes you uncomfortable, that is, makes you uneasy, 
Just remember, the thief is the one who comes to steal and kill and destroy. But Christ Jesus came. God came into our life so that you may have life and have it to the full. Always hold fast to that truth because you can rely on that. You can rely on God's goodness. Amen. So let's not miss this train. Um, We're pretty much out of time for this week. But if you enjoy this broadcast, if this broadcast blessed you, if you are touched by the messages taught here, then consider supporting us by going to our website, SOGMI.org, and hitting the donate button. Again, that's SOGMI.org. This broadcast is impossible without people like you who hear God's call, who hear God's leading, and donate to us and help us expand and help us get that message out there. So we are so grateful for supporters just like you that continue to support this ministry. But as I said before, we are out of time. So thank you so much for tuning in to the prophetic voice of our time. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.